Are you okay, Rob? How are you? Apart from being boiling, boiling hot. Yeah, I can't think beyond how ridiculously hot it is. It's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, this this temperature in the UK, what is it, 20, was it outside, 24 or something? 25, it's hotter in your your studio. Well, I'm a, I'm a bit further south than you, so it's been north of 30 here. It's horrible. Um, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely knackered. <laughs> I want to preface this entire podcast with that uh, fact because um, I have no idea what I'm gonna what's going to come out of my mouth. I did a live stream early on so on uh, Solo Club. No idea what I talked oh, about. Yeah. yeah, no idea what I talked about. I, I think I talked about what I did at the weekend and uh, at uh, Eva, but yeah, I had to do the same thing then just to bear with me basically. Well, you need to try and fit in some rest because so, I mean, last time we spoke, uh, we had Ben on, yep. and you were like, you were both having your YouTuber bro chat about how busy the next few months were going to be, and then you asked me what I thought, and I was like, well, I don't know, I'm not a YouTuber, am I? I'm not sitting on a pile of embargo products, wondering how I'm going to get content out for it all. But I looked at the schedule for the sort of big tech events coming up, and it's pretty wild, isn't it? Fright- frightening. Hey? absolutely frightening <laughs> so you know we've got the apple event next week and actually are we, are we going to do a special edition because if we don't talk until the following week then this will be all old hat won't it all of the apple stuff we probably should shouldn't we let's live on the podcast let's book it in um because <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a live stream with patrick and patrick and uh, alex are on it now on uh, on that evening so uh, that's taken up with that, but we could do, we could bring, we could just do another one next Thursday, couldn't we? Or, yeah, for, for the listeners, Saturday next week. Why don't we do it? Let's do that. Fourteenth. Let's do I it. Mean, yeah, I don't know how exciting it's going to be. What, what, what are the rumours? You got your your iPhone, iPhone Pro, possibly an iPhone Ultra. There are some sketchy rumours, aren't there? There'll definitely be an Apple Watch Series Nine, maybe an Apple Watch Ultra Two. Yep. USB C, all the things. What else? That's it. That's it? it. It's not that exciting. Ben's really excited about it. He, he can't wait. Um, but I think he's just had his fill of an Android phones, and he's not really focused on the on the on the on the iPhone much. So, um, it, yeah, I, I think the the Ultra name that has been. I think they're saying that's going to be next year now, aren't they? I don't think. Yeah, I, I think Mark German said there's there's going to be just the normal Pro and Pro Max. The, the Ultra thing is apparently uh, not this year. I mean. Whether or not that means anything, who knows? I mean, it's just a name, isn't it? It's a, it's a marketing name. Um, but yeah, that's it. I don't unless there's a, a surprise, but I can't think of what the surprise would be. I mean, we've seen Vision Pro, haven't we? And Apple TV doesn't need much of an update, if anything, really. Um, iPads won't be this event. Macs obviously won't be this event. I think what you've what you've said is pretty much what what we've got next week, which in a way is quite nice because covering it isn't particularly difficult it's you see regular iphone apple watch stuff and because they're not massive updates people aren't too expectant um in theory unless they do something i, I think that the big thing probably this year which goes against everything i've just said based on what it is it would be the the uh, periscope lens you know the, the improvements in camera which means more camera testing and anyone who reviews smartphones knows that the most laborious part of it is testing cameras so forget everything i've just said it's going to be a nightmare to do that because you'll have to compare the the iphone 15 pro max against the s23 ultra and obviously the pixel 8 pro that comes out a month later less than a month later three weeks um 
Yeah. I might just stop doing this, Rob. I'm, I've got to the stage now. I'm, I'm that tired today. I just can't be bothered anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just quit while I'm ahead, if you can even call it ahead. Um. So, yeah, so, but, so you're, but you're doing a, a live reaction video. Well, not a live reaction video, a live post event reaction video. Yeah, I think I've always with, thought those... With Patrick and Alex. Yeah. Why, 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 well, did you not ask Ben? No, I didn't actually. Maybe I should have. God, I feel bad now. <laughs> Um, originally, it was just going to be me. My, my, my invite must have got lost in the post. And you. It's you, Ben, <laughs> and everyone else who've had this podcast. Why don't we just get everyone in? We could do a round table, actually, couldn't we? Maybe we should yeah. do that. Why don't I just do that? That's not a bad idea. Um, get everyone so, in. So, yeah. So, so right. So, Apple Apple event coming up. Yep. There's going to be an amount of content that needs to be produced for that. Then there's the Microsoft special event a couple of weeks later on the 21st. Which I can't get excited just about. Don't. Yeah. Why? Why not? I don't Panos know. is pumped already. Of course he is. He's well. The, the least <laughs> said about that, the better, really. But um, I don't know. I never get excited about Microsoft's special events ever. All right. Sorry. Okay. I, I mean, there'll be a bunch of new Surface devices, AI, all the things. Um, oh, there's a public service announcement. You can now use Python in Excel. Did you know that? Well, that's made my entire week. <laughs> Yeah, you've got an equals py formula. You can drop a bunch of Python in there and have it do Pythony stuff to your data, which is quite cool. I'll drop a link in the uh, in the description, in the show notes, even. Excellent. If people are still listening. Um, what's next? There, yeah. Then, you, <laughs> then there's the the Meta Connect event. Okay. Yep. What's that? So they'll they'll the well. It's oh, the a, VR thing. an AR, VR, mixed reality slash AI kind of thing that Meta do. So there'll be a Quest 3 unveil, you know, the standalone yep. um, headset thing. headset thingy. Yep. Um, I think the pricing's already been announced for that. It's, just, it's a bit more expensive than the two, but it's like I think it justifies it in the specs, which I haven't got to hand, but it looks like a serious bit of kit i'm actually seriously considering getting one because one of my favorite games on psvr is i expect you to die <laughs> that sounds that brilliant one? no i haven't no oh it is it is actually it's genuinely brilliant it's uh it's a spy game so you play the part of you know a james bond kind of character and you're you know in the, v- the vr world and you're diffusing bombs and you're catching the bad guys and stuff but it's all it's like a it's kind of a spy-themed escape room style game. You know, you've got to complete the puzzles, you've got to find the object, you've got to combine the stuff and make other things happen. Anyway, there are two of those, and they're both brilliant. The third one, for whatever reason, there's no news of it coming to PSVR, but it is on the quest. Um, so I'm seriously considering getting one just to play I Expect You to Die. Why not? What's the pricing? Did you mention it, Dennis? Um, it's about 500 quid, I think. Okay. Which you think... That's not, you know, that, that that that's that sounds a bit expensive, maybe. But when you when you when yeah when you consider what it would cost to build a PC VR yeah setup or the PSVR two and a PS five setup, not that you can get this particular game that I'm interested in, but you know it's a lot more than that. Mm. So it's actually, it's quite good value. But I mean, are you any more into augmented reality? virtual reality mixed reality since your x real air experience because you were quite bullish about that i was yeah i definitely was a, a, a little bit yeah i am I, th- I think also that the nearer we're getting to seeing something more next year with with vision pro despite my misgivings about it 
yeah, it, naturally. I, th- I think with everything else being a bit kind of, here's another phone, here's another iPhone, here's another Pixel, etc., etc. As much as as important as that is to my audience, um, I am looking forward to getting my teeth into something new, and th- this does seem to be the thing to. To, to kind of focus on really aside from everything else and yeah I, I loved the, the x-ray layer experience was great it was, it was genuinely um opened my mind a little bit to this whole thing which is what i was hoping I, what i didn't want from that is to put them on and think that's not that's not much but i didn't it was genuinely an, an exciting experience so um yeah may, maybe i'll both yeah maybe i'll check that out i, I think i think you should get involved because it, it's the it's the it's completely self-contained so even your X-Real experience was hampered by cable, wasn't it? it was. This is all, you, there's no faff, you put it on, you're in you're there. your virtual reality world. So yeah, keep an eye on that. So that's on the 27th and the 28th, the Meta Connect thingy. And then we've got the Pixel event in October, 4th of October. We have. Which, you know, I'm sure I'm, I don't want to teach my grandmother to suck eggs here. I'm sure you know all about this, Ben, on Team Pixel or whatever. But just in the last hour, I don't know if you've seen, uh, they dropped uh, a teaser trailer for Pixel 8 and 8 Pro, and there's a little glimpse of a Pixel Watch 2 in there, there as well. Is. It's only for a frame or so. Not there for very long, um, is it? Yeah. Yep. And then there's a longer video, which I say it's longer, it's fractious, it's still very short, but it, there's a better look at the Pixel 8 and the 8 Pro. I just like what they did with the two O's in Google and turned them around and yeah. turned them into the 8. It was very obvious, yeah. but just a nice little touch. I like that. They are, they are good. So, with all that said, mm. how many embargo devices are you <laughs> sitting on at the moment? Not as many as you think. And actually, the, probably the most significant one isn't in this list. It's not the iPhone, obviously. Um, is it in this? No, it's not. No, it definitely isn't in this list. Uh, the one that I'm most excited about, I mean, I'm excited about other stuff in there, but um, yeah, the one that I've very recently, or will very soon be coming into contact with, is one of the ones I'm probably the most excited about. Oh, I don't know if you guess it or not. Finding out about that soon, hopefully, relatively soon. Not sure what the date's going to be, but it's um, yeah. But uh, not as many as you think is the answer to, to that. A lot of this stuff does come late. I won't say who sends stuff late because I don't want to be chucked out of the the gang. But um, uh, that occasionally happens. But um, but no, I didn't get my my Apple Park invite, Rob. That that didn't come through. Everyone was it like I think. What was interesting, I think the people who do go get the invite on the exact same day as the actual invite go, or the you know, the announcement goes out about the the event. And I just saw all these people on that day putting up their, you know, you're invited in person to Apple Park, and there's me hunting around on Google Images to find the um, the generic one to post that on on the Instagram. <laughs> Cheers, Tim. One day, maybe. <laughs> Although, to be completely Thanks, honest, um, I'm not that sad about not having to go to California next week. Um, it'd be great, don't get me wrong, but I just need some time here. <laughs> yeah, well, particularly after recent events, which I'm sure we'll get on Absolutely. to shortly. One, one thing that's also happening next week on the, on, the, uh, on the 12th, which is equally as important as the Apple event, is uh, there's a huge, there's a huge uh, artist formerly known as Twitter auction occurring on the twelfth, where you can buy a bunch of tat that Elon's throwing out. Oh, amazing! So, yeah, might, have, you, have you seen that on the list? No, have you seen the, I might go. So have, have, have a little click on there, so you could get yourself a bird-shaped coffee table. Oh wow! Okay, I mean, you'd have to go to San Francisco and pick it up. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, bird-shaped uh, yeah. stuff, isn't there? He's clearly getting rid of all the birds. Yeah, so lots of sort of neon signs and various sort of, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's, if you're local and uh, you want a piece of internet history. 
what? might want to check that out. So I'll leave a note. I'll, I'll leave a yeah. link to that in the show notes. What do you think the blue room was? What was in the blue room? Or shouldn't we know? Sounds slightly interesting. Um, there's some very strange right. stuff in this. Is this all the same? There's like guitar amps. Is this something else? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the yeah, drum kit? Apparently, is it drum well, kit, Rob? Twitter used to be a cool place to work. Very, they've got a Vox AC30 amp. Why was there a Vox AC30 at Twitter HQ? So that you could uh, bust out some face-melting riffs on your lunch break. <laughs> There's some incredible stuff in here. Um, an ice dispenser. Imagine having the ice dispenser from Twitter HQ. There's, I want all of this stuff. There's coffee machines, massive fridges. The chairs and stuff are a bit boring, aren't they? But um, I want the I want the AC30. That's a... Yeah, what a story that would be to tell the grandkids or not so yeah so yeah lots of stuff coming up but okay what we should talk about is what you've already done and you've had a bit of a week haven't you oh god tell me about it i've told this story so many times the thing is i've told this story to anyone who will listen <laughs> <laughs> and uh on the live stream on solo club earlier on the newsletter i think as well i kind of ramble on about it then so i've told it about a billion times so if, if people don't want to hear this i completely understand so i'll do a condensed version of it um but yeah, so it, it was Aoife at the weekend, and we last did our... In fact, it was with Ben, wasn't it? We did our last um, our last recording a couple of weeks ago. I can't believe that was two weeks ago. Um, but yes, was he there? Uh, he was, yeah. yeah. He, he, was, he was with me, with, with Honour. Um, so Honour flew us out, which was very kind of them, um, and treated us to dinner, and obviously we witnessed their keynote, which was the opening keynote at Aoife, where they revealed... Well, in fact, we'll come on to what they revealed, because one of the things is quite interesting um but the, the i suppose the story from my side is that it it was it was a brilliant trip so if we take away the stuff i'm about to, about to mention it was genuinely 100 percent worth it um for, for for numerous reasons um but it was earmarked by an absolute calamity on behalf of uh, lufthansa uh, is that how you pronounce Lufthansa? Is it Luf- Lufthansa? I don't know. I won't embarrass myself trying. I, I've always called them Lufthansa. I don't, I hopefully it's wrong, actually. I hope it's wrong. <laughs> um, honestly, I'm, I'm not as angry as I was, but basically, I, I got there on the 31st, which was last Thursday. Um, got there about five o'clock in the evening. And that evening is when I was going for dinner with, with Honor and all the, all the guys there. Um, got off the plane, got to baggage reclaim, waited and waited and waited for my case to come round didn't come around the screen above said finished which obviously means they've got all the stuff off the plane I've, have you had this before have you have you ever had luggage lost or i i have not but i try to travel light i generally only go carry on and buy whatever i need there I, yeah i've learned a lot this trip <laughs> um so basically they it wasn't there it wasn't on the, on the baggage reclaim belt so i had to go over to the uh, this queue uh, which the, the American guy behind me kind of christened it the, the queue of misery, which is the people who are waiting to say, uh, where's my baggage? Um, and queued up for a bit. Uh, they said, yeah, we'll, we'll dig it out for you. It's, it's obviously somewhere, but we, know, we don't know where it is yet. Fill in this form. Tell us where you want it delivered. I said, well, how long is that going to take? They said, it could, be, it could be tomorrow. It could be two days. It could be three days. And I, remember, I just said, why? It's, it's probably in Munich, because I had a connecting flight from Munich to Berlin, from uh, Birmingham here. Um, I said, presumably, it's either lost here somewhere, or it didn't make the plane in Munich, because it was quite a... We were, we were late, obviously, we were late departing from Birmingham. Um, 
he said, no, sorry, we, we just don't know. We, we, these things take time. We'll, uh, we'll let you know. Phil is forming. And away you go. So um, great start to the trip. And obviously I had to then, I had no clothes. So I, thankfully I had my, um, my camera bag, which I very nearly checked in to the hold, which if I'd done that, it would have been an absolute disaster. But thank God I had that with me. Um, but it was my, I had a big suitcase because I was there for five nights clothes, brand new um, carbon fibre tripod that I bought specifically for Aoife, uh, my little mantis pod thing that I use for vlogging, uh, a few other things. I can't, I can't, I've actually forgotten what else was in there, but there was stuff in there that I needed. Um, but I didn't have any clothes apart from the ones that I was wearing. So I had to then get a, a bus into, I got a bit lost on the bus, ended up in a random town somewhere in Berlin and then had to go from or a little yeah, part of Berlin, basically. I had to get an Uber from there to a branch of H&M that I managed to find that was still open um, and went shopping because that's what I wanted to do at half six on a Thursday evening after flying and trying to get somewhere else. Um, bought myself some pants and socks, <laughs> um, toiletries obviously from the airport. And I, I actually made it to the dinner, to be fair. I got, got to the hotel and um, yeah, that was that. Was that. I even managed to fit a shower in. Um but to cut a long story short, I still don't have that baggage. So I had, I basically had five, six days in total, five nights with, um, with no, no luggage, no clothes. So I went shopping a total of three times, including having to go and get a, a emergency suitcase from a branch of TK Maxx. And tran I don't recommend anyone does this, by the way, but transporting it back on an e-scooter. Um, and for some reason, I decided to buy a fluorescent orange uh, suitcase, which uh, no idea why I picked that one, but um, if you can imagine a, a, a kind of balding British guy on an e-scooter, looking very stressed and sweaty, holding a fluorescent orange suitcase, flying through the streets of Berlin, trying to get back to his hotel to do a video edit, that was me on Sunday or Monday, whatever it was. Um, it's been horrible, Rob. <laughs> really horrible. I'm, I'm, yeah, you, you'll have been caught on camera. You'll, there'll be a TikTok of you somewhere. Probably get arrested. <laughs> that would be nice, actually. Um, but yeah, it's it, it, it's weird how some things so, so seemingly not inconsequential, but you know, there's there's worse things that happen during air travel. Obviously, I'm not kind of belittling any of that, but it's just the fact you lose all your stuff and you just don't have the things that you need. And um, I didn't plan on go going shopping while I was there for clothes, which meant I was rushing around doing that and then having to rush to get to other places and it just it spoiled what was a, like I say a great trip otherwise really really good really productive good meeting people and you know having a bit of a laugh here and there. I even did some sightseeing you know got, got that in as well and when you're away from your family as well it's particularly hard at the minute of being away from Harrison because he's only 15 months old and it's just horrible um so all that is kind of playing on your mind as well all you want is your stuff you just want your suitcase and it never turned up and if you look on they've got like a baggage a baggage tracing thing on the website where you can um obviously put all your details in and work out what's going on with it and it, it still says waiting for receipt at the airport it, well it says it's they found it but it's waiting for receipt at the airport and then you can look at the further forwarding details and in there it says that it was on a flight to um, berlin on saturday just gone yet it still says we're waiting for a seat at the airport. There's more to this story, which I won't bore you with completely, but there's one point where I went to the hotel, went to the airport to try and get it on the way, because I was going to Munich to complicate things further. On Monday, I went to Munich to, to this BYD event, this car, uh, EV car event. So I was going back to the airport anyway on Monday, and I thought, ah, brilliant, I'll go to the airport, go to the baggage reclaim thing, 
and get it. So I tried that, got there. There was one person manning the, the counter and a queue of about 20 people. And she was the slowest like person ever, you know, just taking forever to do everything. And there were like four empty stations that weren't, there's no one there at all. Um, I had to give up doing that. But then I thought, okay, well, I'm, I'm only flying out for one evening and I'm, com I'm coming back to Berlin on Tuesday. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, give, throw in the towel now go and do the BYD thing, fly back to Berlin uh, the next day and get it then. So I did that, came back the next day. Mercifully, the queue was about three people in front of me at that point um, and got to the front and she said, the first thing she said to me was, she took the bit, the bit of paper, like the, the, um, the, the form that I'd filled in, looked at it for about what felt like 10 minutes, then looked up and said, so why have you come here? To which my reply was just very kind of, to get my luggage. That's all I could <laughs> I couldn't say anything else. It was, it was getting to the point where it was nearly funny, but I was just so angry. And, so, and also, I had to get back to Aoife that afternoon to do some shooting and stuff and meet Patrick. Um, and I said, okay. So, and she said, okay, fine. Um, just go and sit over there and we'll, we'll bring it over to you. I said, okay, how long do you think this will take? She said, it's going to be about half an hour to an hour. And bear in mind, I had a window of about an hour to leave. Um, touch and go. So I sighed, went and sat down. And there was a guy who was already there, sort of pacing backwards and forwards, looking really angry. And I said to him, are you, are you waiting for luggage? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, how long have you been waiting? He said, two and a half hours. At that point, I just thought, it's not, I'm not going to see that luggage <laughs> during this trip. So I left, set, set the thing to deliver to my home, and uh, yeah, cracked on with the day. Went shopping again. That's when I, that's when I got my bright orange suitcase. Um, and then came home yesterday uh, with new clothes. <laughs> so it's been an interesting six days. So what camera gear did you actually have on you that, to use during the event? Everything, thankfully. So I had the, I had the FX3. Um, I took I took the big stuff just because I need, I, de I needed to do some proper filming, some you know product stuff and what have you. So I just had that twenty four to seventy lens, the, this wide angle that I've got on now. Um, what else? The Osmo Action Four, DJI mics, all the normal stuff really. Um, quite heavy. Just no tripods. No tripods, which would have been really. So we can expect useful. lots of wobbly footage then, <laughs> like normal actually. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and so and, and you went out with. Uh, Honor, mm. they, did they send you home with a magic V2? No, they didn't. No, unfortunately not. Did you get to play with one at least? I did. They're amazing. Honestly, I, I got to play with one that evening. One of the PR guys had one. Couldn't believe how light it is. I mean, I'm, I'm used to the the Fold 5, obviously, which I'm testing at the minute, and the um, the Pixel Fold, which um, I, I, like, I like both those phones, but this is something else. That magic uh, V2 is it's just it's unbelievably it's just, light and thin. Yeah, I mean, it makes the makes the the Fold Five look like a toy. It, in my opinion, it really does. <laughs> yeah, oh, it makes it look ancient, absolutely ancient. And and also, they've, I think they've just got the the width of the screen right and the, and the height. You know what I've, I've always said about the, the Fold Five? It's way too narrow, I think, to be usable. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the Honor is just they've got it bang on, spot on. Um, display, the, the, as you'd guess, the display is lovely. They they do make very very nice displays. Um, yeah, I was really impressed. Really nice. Wasn't your favourite thing you saw though, was it? What from Honor? Yeah. No, they've got a purse, <laughs> which is also a phone. I bet you never thought you needed that, but you want one now, don't you? Now you've seen that. It's just it's um, 
for those who haven't seen this, it's on my Instagram. I've got a little reel about it, but you can just Google um, V purse. Um, it's basically a kind of a foldable phone, which is also a purse. So if you can imagine like a you know, Fold 5 that opens part way and inside it's a purse area that you can put all your bits and pieces. But on the outside, you've got these two displays. And all of that attaches to a, you know, what, what do you call it, bracelet, interchangeable bracelets. Uh, you can put little uh, animals and things on the screen which move around and do stuff as you move, shake around your bag. Um, they're, they're solving something which I'm, I'm not convinced it was ever an issue people wanted, but um, it's, it's pretty cool. And it's, it's very much a fashion-driven thing. So the stand was full of models walking around with it, and it was all very, it was very fashiony there, there, that that section of the stand. So you can see what they're doing, and it is just a concept. It's not whether or not it will ever make it to the market. Who knows? But um, I love it when brands do this sort of stuff. Imagine Apple doing this. <laughs> An iPhone purse. Not in a million years. Um, but yeah, it was it was very interesting. Um. Yeah, so so there was there was honour, and while you were there, you nipped out to see BYD. Yes, I did. What, yeah. what was that all about? That was the celebration of their brand. It was it was interesting actually. It was it wasn't a launch or anything like that. They are launching a new car in the UK soon, which I'm going to see next week. Actually, that that's kind of an, an embargoed product, but I don't have it. <laughs> um, so, but this what this event wasn't a launch. It was just a a celebration of their their history really. And the reason it was being held was because it was the IAA Motor Show in Munich, which is where all the big big uh, you know manufacturers go, like Audi and BMW, Tesla were there. I think. As well but this was like a, a kind of side event but the main guy from byd the guy who founded it was there um i won't well i will not butcher his name a chinese guy um but he yeah he founded it back in 95 96 i think or something like that and there's some really interesting stats i had no idea about this with byd but they um at one point they were making one in three nokia phones um they're also involved in the ipad they make ipads or make certain elements of them um a lot of their battery tech ends up in all sorts of things that we don't we're not aware aware of basically um but i had no idea i, I knew they'd been around a long long time but i didn't know they were quite that involved in the manufacturing process and that's kind of led them to be now an ev a big player in the ev market um mm. yeah it was well, really I, did, I did like that one you had was it an atto atto three like, guitar the guitar strings in the in the door cards and stuff yeah the most fun ev I've seen recently is the new smart hashtag one. You seen that? I've seen it. I've not. Yeah, not, I've not seen a lot. I've seen photos. Yeah. There's a Brabus version of it <laughs> that's got about f- like 400 brake horsepower. Um, it, it does like 60 in three seconds. <laughs> I'm quite tempted to get one just for the lulls. Do it. I, I think it's brilliant. I love that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's- yeah. Uh, that's, that's the I, I'm BYD. I'm kind of they're on my radar, but yeah, I think the most the most fun EV I've seen recently is the, the yeah. smart hashtag one. I, I love that. I love the idea of that. Uh, but no, they're making some nice cars. BYD. There's there's the well, I can't mention the one that they're launching next week, but it's the one that is coming to the UK. It's out in China already, but it's coming here unofficially soon. Um, that's interesting because it's more of a family, smaller family car. Uh, but they're really well. I think they're well priced. There's some decent pricing going on as well, compared against Teslas and some of the other EVs. So I'm quite tempted because our family car is due a, a change, and um, I'm not sure what to do about it at the moment. But BYD is quite tempting. 
So yeah, that, that all happened. I met a few people. I met some interesting uh, content creators while I was away. Briefly. Yeah, go on then. Go on then. Name drop. Uh, Tech Chap was probably the biggest one. Um, who only only briefly? So he was there. He was with Honor as well, um, and he was there when I got there on the thirty first. Um, but it was one of those evenings where there were two tables in a very small restaurant, and he was on one table with with everyone else, and I was on the other table with Ben and a few others, and we didn't really all get to mingle at that point. And we all kind of went our separate directions in the in the end, and went back to the hotel and that sort of stuff. And he, he was staying in a different hotel as well. Um, and then Saturday night, no, sorry, not Saturday, it was the Friday. Um, he didn't come out to dinner, but he came out later on, and he got us into a private bar, which was nice. Um, which you can do if you if you're the tech chap. I guess you can just walk <laughs> in anywhere, can't you? Um, I briefly spoke to him there. Um, we all had a few drinks and stuff, and uh, yeah, nice guy. Very tall, taller than I thought he'd be. I don't know why. It's, it's, it's always that thing, isn't it? You always think people are either taller or smaller than they are <laughs> in real life. But he's, he's definitely taller than I thought he would be. Um, but nice chap. I run, uh, yeah, if you excuse the pun. Mm. Yeah, any, any other notable uh, oh, names uh, that you either met or saw? Yeah, Mr. Mobile. Oh, well, you met, you've met Michael Fisher. Michael Fisher was there. Wow. He, he just appeared out of nowhere. We're in this private bar because he know. I think he knows Tom uh, Tech Chap quite well, and um, he just appeared out. And he just came through the door, and I think you know when you see someone, think that's Mister Mobile, <laughs> and he was lovely. Bloke. I had a really good chat with him. I was, I was trying to explain to him where Leamington Spa was because I, I said to him, "I love your city" because he obviously lives in New York. Uh, so I'm a big fan. Of it. Ever since I went this year, I've, I've kind of fallen in love with it. Um, he's oh great, and he said, where, "And where do you live?" And I thought, "Here we go." No, no one knows where the <laughs> spa is. The, the closest thing you can do is say, "You won't." It's the, it's the same spiel every time. It's you won't have heard of it, but you may have heard of Warwick because it's got a castle. And if they say at that point, "No, sorry, you're stuffed. You can't go anywhere from the Warwickshire, you know, Stratford, maybe, you know, Shakespeare." Um, <laughs> so I was trying to explain to him where it all was, but um, yeah, he was a very, very nice guy. Um, I'd heard on the grapevine that he was a, a very nice bloke as well, one of those sort of bigger creators who are very sort of approachable and um, just nice, and, yeah, easy to talk to, very down to earth. Uh, who else? Gadgets Boy, do you know him? Tommy? Not not familiar with that one. I don't know him that well, but I, I, it took me a while to register who he was. You know, when you're talking to someone, you think, I know, I know who you are now. Um, who else? That was it, probably the kind of bigger, bigger guys. Obviously, Ben was there. Uh, Troy, who, who's got the Watt Gear channel. I met him in Paris last year. Uh, could catch up with him. Um, yeah, that was it. Really. I didn't I didn't spot anyone else while I was walking around Aoife. But then Aoife's just so stupidly big. Um, although, worryingly, it's not anywhere near as big as CES, apparently, which will be interesting in January. But... Um, yeah, it was it was good. It was it was a it was a it was a very putting the whole baggage thing to one side. Regardless of that, it was it was a very busy and quite a stressful time. Just getting content done and exhilarating, stressful, but just um, yeah, I'm I'm feeling it now. It's definitely it was a long time to be away and doing all that stuff. The the lime content, the e scooter content, is that sponsored or that was just incidental? Oh, sorry, no, yeah, it wasn't content. No, I was just I was just using lime scooters around around Berlin. Yeah. yeah, that would have been nice if they'd sponsored me, but no, they didn't. Yeah. So while you were at Aoife, what 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 were the coolest things you saw? We were all saying this that there wasn't that much. To be fair, most of the stuff was just things that have been released in the last year. Um, for instance, uh, DJI had this amazing, massive stand. Um, got to speak with them properly in person, which was which was great. Lovely people. 
Um, but all this, I said to the, the guy that I've been dealing with, I said, what, have you got anything new that you're showing? And the newest thing they had really was the 8K Ronin 4D, you know, that weird kind of camera that's got the, looks like a robot type thing. Um, that was the main main thing really. But he said that's like a pre-release version, which is just being demoed. Um, but apart from that, he said, genuinely, everything is stuff that we've released in the last six months. There's nothing new. And that was the kind of theme throughout. There was no big exciting product launch or, or anything really some nice tvs and things and um nothing but nothing like majorly impressive um and it was interesting patrick rambles came but he wasn't with any sort of brands or anything so he had more free time than i had and he spent a couple of days just wandering around and he said it's, it's just not that much to talk about it's there's nothing really that gets you excited to to share which is a bit of a shame um but that might be where we are tech-wise at the moment. I don't know. Well, some of the things that I'm aware of that were available to play with at EFA are <laughs> the the telly in a briefcase. Yeah. Did, did you see that? that? Yeah. You open it up, don't you? And it's like a... I couldn't find that. I was running out of time. But Troy said it's quite, quite good for short-form content because who wouldn't want a TV in a briefcase? Yeah, so that's the LG Standby Me Go. <laughs> So yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, then the the Lenovo Legion Go. Is that the handheld? Yeah, it's what, it's what the Steam Deck should have been, in my opinion. It wasn't there. There's was something strange about that. It wasn't there, but weirdly, while we were there, Tech Chap published a video about it, and people reckon because he did disappear for a bit, they reckon that there was a private showing of it somewhere, mm. which is a weird thing to do if that's what they did. Because why not just have it at the show? Oh, so it's just it. all of the news about that has just come out, happened to come out around the same time. It wasn't actually there. But no one could find it. Oh, right. <laughs> what about the um, Fairphone 5? That was there. Was it? I didn't even, didn't even know that was there. Oh, you, did, I missed you that. care about that at all? Um, do I care about Not really. <laughs> do you okay. care about it? Is it something you're interested in? I'm, I'm, I'm into that kind of thing I, I like the notion of sustainability i think they've committed to like 10 years of have they? software impressive. updates which okay. i guess makes sense because in 10 years time you'll have the the phone equivalent of triggers broom won't you if, <laughs> 18 new handles and 15 yeah. new brushes in. <laughs> um what Swamp else was there the, oh, the, the withings have got a new scan watch out didn't find withings odd. Didn't find withings, why no. things. Why things. Uh, did, oh, did, did you see the, the new Sage coffee machine? No. Bean to cup coffee machine. Uh, that was there. Didn't know well. Sage were there. Didn't know Philips were there. Couldn't find Philips. Uh, oh, yeah, Philips. Was, uh, yeah, they do cameras now. Oh, do they? Okay. Cameras in, and door sensors. Uh, as in security cameras? Security cameras, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, well, so on, on the subject of Philips, I think this month... The Hue family of products will get Matter support. Okay, nice this month. So I'll uh, keep you updated on that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, so did did you did you make any new brand friends while you were there? No, not really. No. It's an interesting dynamic there because a, a lot of these uh, the brands that are there they've got the, the people on the stands don't really have the weight or the sway to to, to have those conversations. They're, they're, because it's it's primarily a consumer event. Basically, there's two, two or three days where it's press only, and then it opens the doors to the, to the public. So the people who are there are there to demonstrate products, and some of them aren't even don't even work for the brand. They might work for a subsidiary or something or whatever. But there, there are a lot of conversations I had where there's very blank faces, like, um, you know, is there a PR contact? Who can I talk to about this, that, and the other? 
and they just don't even insta360 i am um, there's a guy that the guy that i deal with at insta360 i, I wasn't on the stand but I, I approached one of the guys and said is so and so here and uh, the guy just looked at me blankly and said who and i had to show him a photo of the guy that i had on my, on my phone on, on whatsapp and he still looked at it blankly and said <laughs> sorry i don't know who that is <laughs> At which point the conversation ended. And Patrick, I'm yeah. sure you won't mind me sharing this this, this story, but uh, Pitaka were there, and uh, he went to their stand and said, um, and met one of the people he'd been dealing with in terms of sponsorship, and said, and she said, oh yeah, great, we've uh, yeah we've worked together, haven't we? He was like, yeah, and uh, how's it going? Yada yada yada. And after she'd finished talking, she just looked down and carried on doing whatever she was doing on the stand. And Patrick was just kind of standing there thinking. That's the end of that conversation. <laughs> Very strange, some of the, some of this. But um, I, again, I think it's because it's a consumer show. I think really, that I was talking to Patrick about this uh, the other night when we went out for dinner, that I think that the real value from these shows as a creator is when you go with a brand and you have some stuff to do when you're there. Because um, obviously I worked with that Eureka uh, Robot Hoover brand and uh, TCL did some stuff with them. Um, so that gave me a focus and it, gave, it made it a profitable visit as well, which is important. Um, but... Yeah, there just wasn't anything big. There was no big, exciting products that everyone was talking about. Did you did you catch up with your friends at JBL? Couldn't find JBL them. JBL were there. Couldn't find JBL. No, I, honestly. I mean, again, it's down to limited time. But um, if anyone's ever been to, how do you pronounce it? Is it Messy? The Messy venue, which is the... It is Messy. <laughs> um, it's this huge conference centre in Berlin. And um, it's got all these... All the halls have got numbers and uh, there's a derivative of each number. And it's so confusing. You'd think like halls one to twenty-seven, it would be easy to navigate your way around that. But you've got you've then got hall one A, one B, and there's two halls five point one, one above the other. Um, there's all these arrows and numbers and things pointing everywhere, and you just have no idea where to go. Um, and also, there's a show app where you can search for exhibitors. And there were three or four exhibitors I could not find. JBL being one of them. I thought, oh, maybe they're there as Harmon, you know, Harmon Carden. No. Uh, but they were there somewhere because I, I know I kept seeing li little things on social media about them. Couldn't find them. <laughs> so, um, yeah. crazy. All good fun. You got some. You got some good com. You got some good content while you were there. I did. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a good experience. I, I, I learnt an awful lot in terms of doing it. Um, I was there for too long. I mean, I, I, I only re I really only stayed because of that BYD thing to fit in that as well. But I, I should have gone home really on the Saturday or Sunday if that wasn't happening, which is what most people did. They stayed from the Thursday to the Saturday or maybe the Sunday. Um, it was a long time to be away. Um, I, I love this travel. It's great, but it, it does. Yeah, it's a bit much, particularly when you've got a family. And you did get to go out drinking with tech chap and oh, Mr. Yeah. Mobile. <laughs> Can't really complain, can I? Lording it up. So, yeah, so what, what else is new then? So, I mean, you've, you've had a bunch of stuff recently that we haven't been able to talk about because we keep having guests on. But I, yes. I'm curious about the eight sleep, particularly in this heat. How's that been? Brilliant. In the heat, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, that's, it's been... That, it's really shown its true worth, really. Um have you watched the video yet that, that I published? Oh, I haven't, no. Okay. When did that come out? That was only today, wasn't it? Uh, yes, yeah, yesterday, yesterday I think, yeah. yeah no, so it's a bit, bit late, but it, um, it's, it's, it's really expensive. There's no getting away from it. It's two and a half grand nearly, uh, plus 20 quid a month, I think, for the subscription. Um, but it's got a very defined market. It's people with a fair bit of money. You know, if you look at all the testimonials, it's, it's fairly well-off people. Um, so they know who the market is. They, they make no bones about it being expensive. I made, it, they made that very clear in the review as well. Um, but having used it for three or four weeks now, it's, I think its main selling point 
because it does everything. It does all the sleep tracking and everything you'd, you kind of, you'd want from that. It wakes you up. There's an alarm where it vibrates against your chest and that sort of stuff, which all, which works really well. Um, but I do think the main selling point is the fact you can have different temperature on side A and side B of the bed. Um, that for us, that's been great. It, it, immediately great. <laughs> Uh, Jen likes it fairly warm, whereas I like it stone cold. And like you say, in, in this weather, brilliant. It cools down very quickly as well. So, so it does. It does what it says on the tin. Totally. Yeah, I do think and that the very expensive tin. Very expensive tin. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, the, the 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 only time you'll ever see a substantial discount on it is around Black Friday. So I will keep an eye on that. Oh, I've got a discount as well. Twenty is it twenty percent? I've got on mine. I think. If, I think it's 10 or 20, I can't remember how much it is, but if you look on my video, there's a link. Uh, it's not affiliate, got, by the way, it's just... If you've, um, got, if you've got 20%, that is, that's quite substantial. Let me double-check that is what it is. I don't want to misquote that. <laughs> so I'll get in trouble. I think it is. Or is it 10%? Um, I wouldn't trust anything I say today, to be honest. Uh, let's have a look. We'll put a link in the, in the description. It's not, Like I say, it's not an affiliate link. I don't earn from this at all. Um... In fact, I haven't even put it... I've put the link in the description, but I haven't put how much the discount is, which is interesting. But there's a nice landing page with my face on it saying how great it is. Uh, um, well, I'll go check that out. Oh, 200 quid off. So that takes it down oh. to just over two grand. And, uh, it's, and it's of no benefit to you whatsoever? What, the link? Yeah. No, I don't get anything, nothing oh, at all. Oh, well, in that case, I've got a better link that's 250 quid off. There you go. Follow Rob's link. <laughs> go, for the, go for Rob's link. don't know how he's managed that, but um, he hasn't even reviewed it. <laughs> uh, but no, it's great. It's, it's, a, it's a great product. It's just very expensive. If you've got the money, I think if you've got the money and you do have that classic thing of arguing with your partner about who wants it hot and cold, it, it's probably worth it based on that. It might even save you having to get air conditioning potentially. Um, obviously, we haven't got into the winter yet, but I'd imagine in the winter it's going to be very nice. Um, it's easy to use, very easy to set up. And if you want, it does give you some nice metrics. It gives you some good stuff about your HRV. And it, it, one th interesting thing it does, it, it keeps, um, it doesn't keep, occasionally you get a notification about changes to your heart rate. And it suggests what it, why that might have been. So it, it kind of suggested that a, a drop, I think it was a drop in my heart rate, might have been because I had caffeine late at night or alcohol or something, or I, was, or I might have been stressed. And it was 100, it was bang on. I think I'd had coffee and I was stressed. <laughs> the only thing I hadn't had was alcohol. Um, and it, yeah, it just it seems to it seems to be relatively accurate. I think. Um, so yeah, it's I, I can recommend it if you've got the money, but it's not cheap. I mean, if you want to buy a decent portable air conditioner, and I, I use the word decent loosely because unless it's dual hose, I mean, really, you need a split system, and you need to make sure that your room is properly sealed and all of that sort of stuff if you want an air conditioner to work. But you know, if you have to get a good sort of, you know, 12,000 BTU or whatever is suitable for your size of room air conditioner, you're looking at, you know, five, six, seven hundred quid. Yeah. So it's not a massive leap up to the sort of, like you say, if you, if you shop around, if you wait for the your Black Friday deals or you've got like a wonky handshake coupon or whatever, you can get it for under two grand, which is, you know, still more than I paid for my first car. But, <laughs> you know. And it's but a mattress I, I, cover. I, yeah, I think it would genuinely improve my life. I think it would. I think I think you'd like it in particular because you, you're all about your sleep, aren't you? About your sleep tracking and stuff, and um, 
yeah, I, I think I think you you're the sort of person who I think would definitely you wouldn't feel buyer's remorse, even though it's a lot of money. Yeah. Hmm. Worth thinking about. I'll mull it over. You come and sleep in so, my bed if you want, Rob, and try it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else have you been playing with? Beeper. You you got you you did you get Beeper I did. set up? Yeah, I've, I've I've kind of I've been put off by it a bit. It's it's just a bit overwhelming, and that's probably partly my fault because I've got so many different messaging apps like WhatsApp and Instagram and everything you can think of. But you know, all my DMs now come into that, and it's just a bit. Maybe I need to spend a bit of time organising it a bit. I don't know. Um, but it hasn't stuck for me, really, I've found. Mm. The other thing I haven't done, in fairness, is put it on every device. So I haven't put it on my iPhone, etc. It's only on my MacBook Air, um, which is the Mac I use the most often. But um, what about you? Are you still using it? Yeah, no, I love it because I've got it, I've got it installed on everything. So it's just my primary unified communications hub. Nice. Apart oh, from my message. Apart from my message because I'm not, I'm not, not down with that. Um. So, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it, I, I, I would recommend it. I think I'm, I'm probably misusing it. To be fair, maybe, maybe I should just spend, invest a bit more time in it. Um, it's, it's, it's a lovely design. I think I think it's well designed. It, it works flawlessly. Like the the message delivery is just spot on. You know, comes in when you expect to. Nothing nothing fails when it sends. And um, it's just there's a lot to look at. <laughs> I think all that does really it, re, it reveals how many incoming how much crap I have to kind of sift through, really, which isn't mm. isn't the fault of Beeper at all. Um, it's probably more my business, I suppose. Um, but, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll have a think about how I can uh, help you finesse it a bit. Yeah, that'd be good. So, yeah, well, what, what are you going to do with your U8K? So you've got a, you've got a was it 65-inch mini LED high-sense telly that you've reviewed. Yeah. Now what? <laughs> Over there behind the drum kit at the minute. Um, <laughs> it's. I do have a plan for it. So what, what I'm going to do in the next two weeks, hopefully with Jen's help, is create some kind of little mini living room thing. Not a proper living room, but just a setup with it. Because um, I've, I've needed a TV in here for quite a while for various reasons. Um, not just to play Xbox games and watch TV. Um, to, to review stuff, obviously. But um, yeah, it's going to go somewhere in here basically and because at the moment it, there's nowhere for it to it, it was sat on the review table for ages just in the way completely lovely tv but um it's just in the way um, but it's yeah it's good it's that's the plan to have it as a a kind of centerpiece for a little little thing with an apple tv plugged into it i've got some uh, kef have sent me some lsx2s i think they're called oh, um which very nice very nice which is still boxed at the moment but they they are intended for that area as well um so yeah, I just want somewhere where I can do a bit more of that um, and do a bit more content around you know, console stuff and TVs and all that kind of thing. Uh, Apple, oh, Apple TV be, as well. You know what, what you need to do? You need to uh, ambi-light it up. I should do, shouldn't I, actually? So, I mean, there are two ways of doing that. You can either go down the official Hue route and get the Play Sync box, which is about 230 quid on its own, and you can then sync it with other Hue bulbs. Or you can do it on the cheap and get a GoV system for about 100 quid, which has got the lights and everything. And... It's a little, more, little bit more janky because it's got a, rather than, <clears throat> the way the, the Play Hue sync box works is it actually is interpreting, it's got like an HDMI pass-through, so it's actually interpreting the image signal on its way from whatever the source is to your display, your TV. The GoV one has got like a little camera that you stick on top of the telly that, that sort of just uh, takes a, a sample of the, the colour that's currently being shown on the yep. TV and then 
changes the lights appropriately. So it's, oh, a, it's a much, it's a low tech solution, but it costs a fraction of the hue, the one. So I'll uh, I'll put some links into those as well. Definitely, I like Gobi. I like Gobi stuff. Well, I, I just today there was a <laughs> there was a lightning deal on their curtain lights. Have you seen okay. their curtain lights? No. You've not seen this at all. Nope. So the curtain lights are. Um, it's like a, a strip of smaller strips of light that all dangle down in like you know sort of like a waterfall of LEDs, each of which are individually addressable. Oh, nice! So, and you can daisy chain three of them, so you could just populate an entire wall with just basically a giant dot matrix display. Oh wow! And you can, which can display millions of colours and animations and stuff. But basically, you can synchronise it all up, and then have whatever you want <laughs> nice you know yeah. animations and stuff so you think you know you could put them up in your window for halloween halloween's coming up so you could you know put some pumpkin animations or what you know that sort of stuff um all sorts of fun things you can do with that so yeah there was a lightning nice. deal on uh on the amazon today and i uh you get got involved so they're, they're coming soon Exciting. um well, actually if you go to go v's actual website you can get it for the same price on there, but it does mean going direct via them. I don't know if there's a postage charge on top. So I think I got it for 135 quid. Nice. Delivered. It's a 160 pound product, like retail price. But yeah, they're 135 quid on the Govi website as well. I don't know what the, their delivery arrangements are, and it certainly won't turn up tomorrow like no. they do, like Amazon tend to do. Definitely won't, will it? Nice. I might so, check them out yeah. myself. So, so uh, we, we, we've got what? five minutes left We're yeah for the first left. yeah first time ever we've got a hard stop on it eight or 16 because i've got a call after this which is annoying but one of those things so we've got five minutes to talk about something and you, you can have the pick rob you can pick whatever you like what, what do you want to talk about um, for five minutes well actually i mean to be fair it's all little bits and bobs so i did, did i i can't remember if i talked about it i think I, we did talk about it i showed it to you last time we spoke but i think it was off air but it's the, uh, the the little case i've got for my airpods pro 2 you did yeah so, it was off air it was off air, wasn't it? But yeah, so I want to make sure that I get a link to that in the show notes. But Definitely. it's a little, t- turns your AirPods Pro 2 into a little tape cassette. And it I just makes that. me happy because you know I'm all about making gadgets look like other gadgets. <laughs> Older gadgets normally as well. Well, yeah, so like my, my old ones look like an iPod that, yeah. click wheel. And I've, you know, my, I've got my Apple Watch charger that looks like a Mac. And <laughs> I've got various GAN chargers that are Mac shaped. I'm just, I'm all about, I just love it. So I'll put a link to That's that. Um, oh, did I tell you, I, Mrs. Rob's doing another half marathon. No, you didn't, but she's mad. She's doing another, another half marathon. Why would you want to do another one after doing one? Well, <laughs> that would put me off. I reckon that would put me off for life. Um, that's I mean, impressive, though. The, uh, yeah, the last one only cost her a toenail, so <laughs> she, she reckons it's all right. She's just doing another one. It's fine. <laughs> Just a toenail. That's the only thing. Like the, the worst thing you can rip off your body is a toenail, isn't it? Let's yeah. be honest. Um, but, is it? Maybe not. But uh, uh, I'm to support her To support her in her training, I got her an Apple Watch Ultra. Oh, did you? And she absolutely loves it. So, I mean, I, I did all the research. I went and looked at all of the, the Garmin's and stuff, and I determined that what Mrs. Rob really wants is an Apple Watch that just has a button to press that starts your run recording yep. that's that's all and so you know the the sort of the, the garmin's are cool and would give her all sorts of stats and stuff that she just doesn't care about 
but an Apple Watch will give her a Snoopy Watch face, and that's far more important to her. So, so yeah, so she's but she's got she's got one of those, and she's nice. yeah, she's loving only having to charge it every three days. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's brilliant. And also the the uh, the the button is is international orange as well. So it's not you, you haven't only got a button just to press once to start an activity. It's international orange, which yeah. must make her very happy. Oh, she re- she really likes the trail loop as well. Which one's the trail? That's the soft. One is the, the fabric, yeah, the soft sort of velcro one. That's the best one. I, 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 I like the um, I like the Ted Lasso one you sent me, obviously, but I do like the um, the ocean bands. Uh, that's my second favourite, I think. After the after that, that's great. I'm glad she's got that. And um, it, it, size wise, is she happy with, with the size? She doesn't think it's too big, or yeah, yeah, no, she does. She she uh, she actually really likes it. So she likes the size of the display, how big everything is on it. She likes the brightness of it. Yep. likes the battery life. I mean, it's just everything that she liked about her Series 5, I think she had before. Yep. Um, but just more of everything, and that's... She's happy with that. That's all so you, that's all you need. It's a great watch. I know I've been a bit disparaging occasionally about it, but that's only because I've been trying Garmin's out, and it's not a fair comparison at all. I've got the Garmin uh, Epix Pro now, which I've, I've only had on for about five hours, but um, I was slightly disappointed to see that it only has five days battery life six days ish um, but it's got a proper apple watch like screen as well so the, yeah, the, right. the other one that i had which was the phoenix 7 pro and um, the only issue with that watch was the display was a bit dark it wasn't you know it wasn't a, a nice oled display but this is um this is a very nice display on this and uh, it's got all the nice garmin stuff built into it as well so this is my current um current garmin test watch but i did have, I, had, I had the apple watch ultra on for the last two weeks i went back to it um and I've quite enjoyed going back to it actually, but it, it has made me realise that it's I I don't that all the, all the stuff that surrounds it I just I'm not that bothered about you know even the, even the Apple ecosystem stuff I, I still found myself using my iPhone to make payments with Apple Pay rather than using the watch I got so used to using the, the Apple Pay Apple Pay on the the iPhone while I, while I didn't have the Apple Watch it's just kind of bedded in I don't, I don't feel like I'm missing it either in in, in a weird way. Um, mm. But yeah, it's it's, it's a, yeah. I'm glad she's got it. Perfect for the for the half marathon as well. So I'll keep you posted on how she does with that. So yeah, I think um, I think weirdly, I think we're going to end on <laughs> on something on a useful piece of information. So wow. that's got another public service announcement, which is that uh, Backblaze, okay. the the Mac friendly cloud backup service, very highly regarded, very very Mac friendly. Yep. Uh, they're putting their prices up from October the 3rd. So new purchases and renewals will be um, quite a bit more expensive. So it's sort of like yeah. $99 a year up from $70 a year or $189 for two years versus the 130 that it is currently. Wow. So if you have been procrastinating about, you know, upping your backup regime, particularly in the light of recent news like SanDisk external SSDs eating themselves and that sort of stuff. Uh, if you're, yeah, if you're looking for a, a, a Mac-friendly cloud backup service, back, Backblaze is where it's at and you want to get going before they whack the prices up, sort of lock in that price for two years before October the 3rd. That's a big hike. Have they said why? Is it just a, the usual spiel about spiel about you know increased costs and de- delivering the best service and all that sort of stuff? All the usual. I mean, everything's getting more expensive, isn't it? So. True. It's very true. Okay. Well, let's finish. I think the first time ever on something useful. Yeah. 
I won't even add a Steve Equip at the end. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even bother. I can't, I can't think of anything. Um, thanks, Rob. Thanks for putting up with me tonight. And uh, hopefully everyone listened to the end. But that, that was actually quite a coherent podcast, wasn't it? Wasn't too bad. That was all right. But yeah, I'll have to bid you farewell now and do this uh, this call. <laughs> Callum, if you listen to this, it's, it's Callum's fault. I don't, I don't think he listens to this, but I'm having a call with Callum. So if you are listening, Callum, it's your fault we had to end five minutes early. <laughs> but I'll let you off. Um, cheers, guys. Appreciate that. Cheers, Rob. See ya. <laughs>